Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Pod Diva. Hello, lovely Diva listener. My name is Roxy. I'm the editor of Diva Magazine, and I am here with the truly awesome and gorgeous Team Diva. We've got Nick, our fantastic junior staff writer, Shah, our one-of-a-kind features writer, and, of course, lovely Ellie, the editorial assistant. And we are going to be answering some of your queer queries. So let's start up with the first one. We have here, Team Diva, a question from lovely Mary from Leicester. Now, Mary says, hi, Team Diva. I've got my first date with a girl coming up, and I'm really nervous. How did your first dates go, and what did you do? Can you give me any advice? So what advice can we give lovely Mary from Leicester? I'm Shah Bailey, and I don't think I can remember my very, very first date. It was so, so, so long ago, and I was super, super nervous, but... Always, always, museums, art galleries, a bit of culture is always, for me, spot on. I took my current girlfriend to the uh, art gallery, National History Museum, for our first date. And that was very cultured, lots to talk about, just something simple. But first date vibes, can't even remember. What about you, Nick? You're younger than me. Surely you've got some ideas. Uh, Well... I made the mistake of going for lots of messy food for mine and uh, got it all over my teeth, so don't do that. Um, <laughs> especially if, you ha- if, like me, you have social anxiety. It was not the one, but yeah, that's uh, what not to do. I'm Eleanor, and I would say uh, go somewhere that's not overly busy or noisy, but is kind of busy enough so that if you if things are going a bit badly, you can kind of escape and run off. So maybe like a cafe. Um, I went to a cafe uh, with my boyfriend for my first date and then we went to a museum. It's just nice to have somewhere that's not too busy so you can really focus on them and their conversation we did go for some food later on it was it was the longest date ever it was a cafe a museum a wagamama's type date but um yes definitely avoid messy food no burgers no spaghetti or anything like that but definitely i would agree with Shah and i would say museum well realistically i think rox is the perfect person roxy darling you have the most successful i would say long-lasting loving lesbian relationship How did you kick off your first date? How do you start to make it work as successfully as you have, my love? Oh, my goodness, mate. Well, you're all so blooming cultured, aren't you? You're all going to museums and galleries and talking about your feelings. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that I'm not so, I'm not so classy or cultured. 
Uh, my first date with my long-term girlfriend, who I've been with for all six and a half years and counting. Oh, my goodness. Well, we met on a little-known website called gaydargirls.com. It was a stylish start to an epic romance. And for the first date... <laughs> and can we just say, six years in lesbian, that's more like... How, what is Dog years is seven, lesbian years is what, five, four? Twenty-five, Twenty-five, yeah. yeah, long time. <laughs> Several lifetimes we've been together. So, yes, yeah, so our first date, I just feel I'm going to get quite judged for this, but it worked out in the end. We'd seen each other online. We'd thought each other looked lovely. We'd had a little chat. I just gave a stranger on the internet my address and she came round. (laughs) This is the truth. Um, In my defence, it was long distance, so she had to drive a long way. And I just thought, she seems lovely, I'm single. This is a time for opportunities and adventures. She was more concerned as she'd... Google mapped my address and I lived around the corner from something called Nutter Lane, um, <laughs> which did make her a little trepidatious. But no, she turned up, she brought a bunch of pink roses and was very lovely. We proceeded to get rather tiddly. We got rather tiddly in my flat and then I thought, oh, she's getting a little bit too drunk. Who knows if uh, she'll have any energy for later. So so I took her out for some dinner. Um, And yes, six and a half years later, going strong. So culture, yes. Museums, yes. But also, you know, sometimes it can work out having a bit of a... Having a bit of a drink. Yeah, romance blossoms all kinds of ways. Aww. I felt like I needed to get like my little violin out then. So what are we saying then? Are we saying culture, being forward and yourself maybe? Would you say that's what you were, Rox? Being forward or being spontaneous? Yeah, I think so. And I think as well, we did, to be fair, it was online dating, but we had a phone call before. We had quite a long phone call. We got a sense of each other. We'd stalked each other on Instagram. And then we just met up and and chemistry sparked. So yes, culture, fabulous. Cafes, conversation, no sloppy food. But don't rule out a cheeky, cheeky drink with someone you fancy. And also... Mary, it's good to be nervous when you're going on a date. We're all nervous when we date. It's fun. It's part of the fun of it. Nerve sighted. Be nervous. Be excited. Enjoy it. And um, don't take too much of Rox's advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please don't complain to Diva if you take my advice and it doesn't work out. My goodness. But yeah, nerves are good. Like, if you're nervous, it just means you care, which means it's something worth doing. So don't worry, as Shah says, don't worry if you feel a little bit nervous. And let us know how it goes, Mary. We want all of the gossip. Okay, Team Diva. So we have a lovely New Year-themed question from one of our Pod Diva listeners. So I'll read it out. Dear Pod Diva, I'm often with my family at New Year, which sometimes mean I have to de-queer the festive cheer, which is a bit of a tongue twister. Any advice on putting a little more queer cheer into the New Year celebrations? What have you done or what are you doing to queer up the festive season? And that's from Keisha in downtown Los Angeles. 
sell what what are you doing to to queer up your festive season this year or do you have any tried and tested things you've done in the past ellie do you <laughs> i mean obviously i i really like a lot of queer festive content even though my family are supportive you don't really want to be forcing your mum to watch you know things she might not want to watch not might not be interested in so what I try to do is I try to sort of take a minute kind of at the end of the day to just sort of be by myself maybe wind down before bed watch a little bit of queer Netflix maybe sort of connect online with some queer friends reading is really good for feeling connected I find just any sort of queer reads queer festive reads songs music as well so that's what I do to sort of retain the festive cheer I think that's all really so important isn't it and like if you're in an environment with your family great if they're supportive uh, but if they're not supportive or they're just not into you know watching Carol again with you it's so important to have like you say your own little queer sanctuary and you can try and create that with stuff like I love having like a queer Christmas playlist you know so you can just put on your Spotify um, and wherever you are you can have a little listen to that and feel a little bit of little bit of lovely queerness. What about you, Nick? What 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 um, would you say? So a bit similar to Ellie, but um, I would just remind the listener that Christmas can start as early as you want it to. So if, if you come from a family where they expect you to go home for two weeks, then you can still have two other weeks of December where you're just living life on your terms and like living your best queer life. Definitely. That's very true. Like you can you can make Christmas whenever you want to be Christmassy. What did I hear the other day? Christmas isn't a day on a calendar. Christmas is a feeling. So, you know, if that's true, let's run with it. It's a state of mind. Christmas is a state of mind. <laughs> Queermas is a state of mind. <laughs> what are you what are you doing for New Year's this year? Have you got any queer New Year plans. My plans are still a bit up in the air, but um, I did see that uh, Queer House Party are putting on a New Year's party in London. So that is something that I might be attending. But yeah, they are amazing. They've put on virtual events during lockdown and they've kind of made the transition into physical events now as well so that's definitely something that's on the cards if you are London based. Oh amazing and Nick you know all about Queer House Party don't you because you interviewed them for our uh, for the print magazine. Yes yeah um, I've only been to their virtual parties but it's a fantastic vibe so yeah if you're in London or you can get to London highly recommend. Amazing oh that'll be awesome. What, what about you Nick do you know what you've got planned for New Year's? So everyone's having a go at me for this it's not very queer but I'll find a way to make it so but basically um, I'm not much of a like New Year's Eve person I like to like kind of classic introvert just like to get sorted and for the last two years, I know there was a lockdown one, but I've watched like the fireworks from outside my friend's house through her window. Um, and then the one before that, we had a big party. So I'm like, no, I, I want to do my little introverted routine this year. So I'll just be, well, my partner goes down to Plymouth if all is allowed by then and has like a really big four day long party. I'm just going to be just going to be doing me setting up for the year. So hopefully new year, new me, new queer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> very good yeah just take some time to to do what you need to do because there's so much pressure on new year's isn't there but actually you should just celebrate it in whatever way's right exactly. for you what are, what are you doing Roxy? gosh what am i doing well it will be queer because i'll be here um and i will be with my uh my lovely girlfriend uh so that's you know getting queerer by the second 
what we're probably going to do is rather than going out, I think we're probably going to have a sort of, you know, a queer house party of our own. So putting a bit of Dita on the TV, a bit of Dita Von Tees. I'm thinking I'm wearing some really fabulous vintage loungewear. My other half is making some delicious festive cocktails. You know, we'll just have a drink and be merry, but probably just staying in and being cosy with it as well. I think that's probably what we'll be doing this year. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I have foam, even though I just said I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, Nick, you can, you know, nothing to stop you wearing some vintage loungewear and having, you know, having a lovely time. Like you can do whatever you want to do with your with your New Year's party. Yes, 100%. Amazing. Yeah, you could just be in your pyjamas if you like. My, it's actually my boyfriend's birthday on New Year's Eve. So, but he's he's a bit of an introvert. So I don't think... He really wants to do anything massive. We might just sort of have dinner. He's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. So we will compromise. We might find a bar or something rather than a club. Very good. That sounds lovely. And then just going back to lovely Keisha in downtown Los Angeles. So have we got any final words of kind of diva wisdom or advice or thoughts that we can share with Keisha? Because it does sound like perhaps uh, being with their family at New Year, they feel they maybe have to tone down their queerness a little bit or not, not be so out there enjoying all the queerness as they might do at other times i think yeah christmas is always tricky i think did you ever recently publish like a survival kit for the festive seasons actually so maybe direct to bed the main points of that piece was like make sure you have a plan so that you can be safe um not all families are accepting unfortunately so just after christmas i'd recommend taking some time to like reaffirm yourself if that is needed after christmas excellent advice and I love the seamless link to the Diva website where you can go and read our festive survival guide by a great writer called Katie Um, and that's as you say got some really good ideas about like setting boundaries uh, for yourself thinking of I really liked something that that Katie said if it's a bit tense kind of consider yourself a bit of an undercover agent at the family Christmas event I thought that was great and yeah just finding ways to um, to get Get through it but absolutely great tip and I love that as well Nick that you said about afterwards take a bit of time to reaffirm yourself because that's so important if you're in, a, in an environment that doesn't feel so affirming any other final words of queer festive cheer for our lovely pod diva listening family I would just say really prioritize the self-care you know just just take care of yourself don't put too much pressure on yourself any New Year plans are valid, any Christmas plans are valid, you know, you can do as you please, you don't have to go out, you can stay in if you like. Amazing, fantastic, so you heard it here from us, lovely Pod Diva listener, you're fantastic, you're valid, you're amazing and have a wonderful and very queer New Year, however you choose to celebrate. Happy holidays! (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays! Okay, next up, Team Diva, pay attention. We have another question. This one is from Robin from Peterborough. And Robin says, Dear Team Diva, all my friends are straight. As much as I love them, I'd really like to get to know some other people from the queer community. How did you meet your LGBTQI friends? What are some good ways to meet queer people? So what do we reckon, Team Diva? Ooh, for me, I met most of my queer friends when I played football. Classic. Classic. (laughs) Classic football lesbian, that was me. But I think 
there's no like real place to find because anyone can be queer we don't just all play football or all play hockey or all go to the library so I think it's about finding like what your passion is and then finding your queer community within that so I was like I went to football I loved doing that and then I found my people who loved the same things that I loved as well as being queer so I think sometimes we put ourselves in a box we're really keen to meet queer people but they're not the right type of people for us so I think as much as we want to meet queer people also look for meeting people who are just like you and who will accept you for you too that was beautiful and eloquent oh thank you very much thank you very much thank you very Char. much it, yeah well it's not really much of the who are you that I say on a Saturday <laughs> football but you know I think I really relate to you Robin because most of my friends to be honest are straight like, I've got a heck of a lot of straight friends. But the thing about my friends is they're friends with me, so they're absolutely lovely, and they're super accepting and loving of who I am. And if I say, sweetheart, I want to go to a, to a lesbian bar, will you come with me? They jump at the chance. So whoever your friends are, you know, even if they are straight, they can still be great for you kind of discovering new spaces, new events, new places where you may or may not meet some other lovely people who you can bond with. Nick, what about you? Have you ever found a good way to make queer friends? Like you, Roxy, a lot of my friends are also straight, but during my time at uni, I met a few through the LGBT society, so that's a really great way. And also, as long as you're being safe online, I think there's lockdown has really shown that there's a great way of uh, building up community in virtual spaces, so I, I would also recommend that. What about you, Ellie? I'd really second what you said Nick about joining you know the LGBT society maybe if you study at uni or just kind of societies generally associated with that so feminist society I did meet a lot of um, queer friends there um, left-wing groups <laughs> left-wing groups tend to be um, a good place to meet people as well but honestly I would say that I've met a lot of my queer friends online I would say most of mine are straight as well I think it's just about trying to build those connections with people where you find them it's not you know to say that you you need an entirely queer friendship group you know I think it's nice to have the balance trying to find those people you know it can just be one person another person you know a few close people that you can really nurture relationships with and I think that will kind of help you thrive in the queer community in a kind of non-conventional way Oh, I like that. Non-conventional thriving. <laughs> um, but can we do a shameless plug as well and say that the Diva Facebook group is an incredible place to meet other non-binary people and LGBTQIA women who love other people? 100%. Diva community on Facebook. It's the membership keeps growing. I think it's over, what, over 13,000? 13,000. And it's full of lovely, lovely people chatting about all sorts. So if you're looking to find some new mates, that might be a good starting point. And Els Bells, Els Bells, our Ellie, you are so right about organisations. And we spoke about this earlier. We went for a little walk to the shop to grab a coffee earlier. And we're talking about chosen family. So I know I found like a big space in my heart when I joined UK Black Pride. So any sort of organisation where there's other queer people working towards our rights and our safety and care about the things that we care about, those are great places to maybe not just find your friends, but find your chosen family members too. That's gorgeous, isn't it? That's oh, fabulous. Gorgeous, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just like you, Roxy. <laughs> 
Oh, also, another thing that I'd recommend doing is if you are in an area that's sort of built up and has LGBT bars, LGBT spaces, there's no shame in going to those spaces alone and just if you feel comfortable doing that because we've all been there. And I think as well, um, if you're a fan of things like RuPaul's Drag Race, a drag race viewing party is a really good way to make friends, I think. Queer bars are sort of different in that you know you'll make friends with people people are friendly um for the most part don't feel any shame in in going to to lgbt spaces alone if you feel that that's what you want to do or if you've got you know one friend you you guys can go together but yeah definitely drag race viewing parties if that's your kind of thing Silence. (laughs) 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 sorry i couldn't help it (laughs) That's so true, Ellie, though. The thing about, because we're queer people, if we see someone alone in a gay bar, there's no judgment at all. Like, we all know what it's like to feel like you, you know, like you want to make some connection, you want to find some community, you want to meet people. So you're absolutely right. There's no no shame at all in doing that. I feel like that's where the term lesbian friends comes from. (laughs) (laughs) I love lesbian friends. And that's the other thing. When you do meet other queer people, you've kind of got inbuilt a lot of conversational topics to get the ball rolling, haven't you? Like you can all talk about your experiences, your coming out stories, what queer media you're obsessed with at the moment, all that sort of thing. And you can really make those meaningful, meaningful connections. Oh, meaningful. Oh, speaking of meaningful, meaningful connections, um, I'm really, really, really excited about the next query. Oh, let's go straight into it if you're feeling very, very excited, Shah. Speaking of the media that Team Diva is obsessed with, so Sue from Scunthorpe has got in touch and Sue has said, Team Diva, I'd love to hear your top queer recommendations. What TV shows, films, books and music are Team Diva into right now? Over to you, Shah. Okay, so, (laughs) okay, I'm going to try and remain calm, however... Nick and I have already WhatsApped the heck out of Lucifer. So Lucifer's new season has a interracial, inter-realm, realm, lesbian wedding. Yeah, inter-realm. So heaven, you know, heaven is a realm, hell is a realm, earth is a realm. I can't do spoilers. I don't want to do spoilers. But yeah. Also, Black Lightning, Thunder from Black Lightning, another interracial lesbian wedding and there's one more that i'm loving at the moment can you guess what it is silent witness any more guesses sorry we don't know you You (laughs) (laughs) no actually my other one that i'm loving at the moment it's a bit of an oldie but a goodie and it's how to get away with murder bisexual black power boss lady yes please Okay, so that's my excitement. I'm going to... In terms of music, Doja Cat is dating Brie Runway. It is the lesbian couple. Can anybody make a more high-pitched sound than my voice can go? Because that's what I need to... Like, if I open my mouth, a scream might come out. Thank you! Thank you! I'm going to get some water, <laughs> a cold compress. Don't anybody tell my girlfriend how I looked when I was talking about this. I'll be dumped. Pod Diva. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Nick, do you have anything to add about Lucifer? It's hard for me to talk about shows without giving spoilers, but um, for the season finale, just grab some tissues. It's joyful. It will make you cry. It's amazing. There was some shouting at the TV. So yeah, 100% recommend that too. In terms of other TV shows, uh, when I joined Diva, I did my uh, L Word initiation. So that's another one. Books. Here at Team Diva, we've already bonded over liking The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Ellie likes Daisy Jones and The Six by... Taylor Jenkins Street. I'm ashamed at my mind blanking. Hey, I just thought you were at the point of finishing each other's sentence. <laughs> I was here for it. That's you. And then one of my favourite queer authors at the moment is Akweke Meze. Just really great. Can't recommend enough. Music. Lil Nas X. Every day. <laughs> just right so much. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Roxy? Those were great recommendations, Nick. And oh my goodness, you're right. We have already bonded over our mutual adoration of the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And my goodness, if you haven't read this book, it is such a treat. My favourite thing about it was I got the book because I love stories from the past. I love a bit of glitz and glamour, a bit of old Hollywood. I didn't even know it was going to be queer. Like what a joyful bookworm moment that was, my goodness. Other books that I've been loving lately, I love The Split by Laura Kay. If you're looking for like a heartwarming, hilarious, lovely queer rom-com. And I loved, ooh, Insatiable by Daisy Buchanan. So again, I picked this book up because I love Daisy's writing and I'll be honest, from the, uh, from the quotes on the back, sounded like it was going to be pure filth. 
And it was. It was pure filth. But again, it had a lovely surprise queer element. So I'd really recommend that as well. TV-wise, just counting down the days for Gentleman Jack season two, really. Counting down the days for that. L Word Generation Q, loving that. And, of course, Drag Race, Victoria Scone, the first assigned female at birth drag queen. And she's queer. And you love a bit of Drag Race, don't you, Ellie? I do, yes. So much so that I wrote my dissertation on Drag Race. I really thought you were going to recommend your dissertation as the reading. No. So I feel like you should definitely get that out there for us all to read. Yes, I am really enjoying season three of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. That's super good. In terms of music, uh, definitely Muna, M-U-N-A. Um, they are really bossing it right now with the queer anthems. Uh, snail mail snail mail's album and in terms of books i recently read all the things she said by daisy jones who is a staffer at vice i think she's features editor and it's absolutely amazing it's like a love letter to to queer spaces queer media queer literature um it's amazing oh my god i've read that too and i really loved it Mm. i read it in about three days like (laughs) if that just swallowed it down yeah it's fantastic if you're passionate about queer culture, lesbi culture, then you want to be reading that book because it's just, it's beautifully written and it's really, really great, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Top recommendation for sure. I'd say for music recommendations, I'm I'm all about the queer classics. Like, I'm all about a bit of Billie Holiday. So if you've never heard of Billie, take a long, hard look at yourself and then go on Spotify and look her up because she, she was just phenomenal. She was an out bisexual woman of colour who sang songs that changed the world. And also, my God, if you want a tune to just relax to at the end of the day with a cheeky little drink and oof, then Billy is your girl. So I'm just Billy Holiday all day, every day. Sounds like you're on your holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I am when I'm with Billy. <laughs> so let's go to our next question. Now, this is a question from Charlie from Bradford. And Charlie has said, I want to try and find my own style, but I don't know where to start. How did you find your look? And what advice can you give me? I feel like we need to go straight over to our resident style guru. Yes, I'm looking at you, features writer Sharp. What can you, what wisdom can you share with Charlie? Oh, hello, Charlie, love. I've been right where you are. Um, I've been on a real journey with my expression, the clothes that I wear, and it's took me a long time to find the right balance between what is just comfortable for me. I spent a lot of time wearing the clothes that I thought I was supposed to wear to be queer enough or to be femme enough or mask enough or androgynous enough. But it's really come down to getting clothes that make me feel good, that fit properly and that match my mood. I always wear clothes that are in line with what's happening for me. So if I'm feeling quite sombre, I'll just wear all black. And if I'm feeling quite bright, I'll wear a pop colour. Um, the lovely Nick, who I'll let you into a little inside, Diva listeners. Uh, Nick is my mini-me. I am Nick's biggie-me. Because I often wear the same clothes on repeat. 
and have a bit of a capsule wardrobe. So I think for me, top tip is finding those key pieces that you love, that make you feel good, that match your mood, and then just stick into that and not worrying about what anybody else is wearing or doing because you doing you is the best. Anyway, mini me. <laughs> because I think you are stylish. Can I say AF? AF you can. Stylish as fashion. <laughs> um, I want to hear your tips, please. Well, thank you for saying that first, please. Oh, hang on, hang on. I've got another one for you. Accessorise. 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 Ooh. Being gender fluid, I like mix around my wardrobe a lot. So I like doing that, but I think my comfort ground, according to my friends, is looking like a 13-year-old Pokemon trainer. I uh, don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> but it's stuck. And uh, you know what? If it's you, uh, do it. In terms of finding your style, just, just experiment and wear them around your house first. If you're nervous about going out, no problem in changing things up whenever you want. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. Be flexible. Or just be a vintage queen like our resident <laughs> Lady Bossington of the manor. So, I, th- I mean, I think, Shah, you might be referring to me. Uh, maybe. Yeah, so absolutely experiment with your look, express how you feel. But if you're like me and you find you get into a groove and you've got a look that really makes you feel like you at your best then, you know, don't be afraid to go to town on it. I've got to speak out as well for all the femmes out there. As Thank you very much. We do like a cheer. I do love a femme. (laughs) (laughs) As we know, there is no one way to be queer and there's no one way to dress. And if you are a femme, if you love all of the dresses and the heels and the lipstick and all of that good stuff, then you embrace it. And I have to say, like, when I first came out, I think I felt in queer spaces really out of place. I felt a bit like, oh, I don't fit in here. Here I am in my heels and my dress and I don't look like all the others. But then I think you've just got to embrace yourself and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be me at full vibration I'm going to wear what I feel good in. And I think with time, you can get more confidence with that. And just whatever makes you unique is gorgeous. So embrace it. Roxy at full vibration. (laughs) (laughs) My default speed. (laughs) Ellie, what about you? Yeah, Elle's bells, purple hair, don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say to just kind of go for things that feel intrinsically you. So when I was little, I used to love dressing myself up in you know really mishmash things that definitely didn't work and I've kind of carried that into adulthood with me aware of a lot of bright colors a lot of patterns I'd say just wear things that feel authentically you don't feel held back by you know whether things will suit you whether accentuates your your things that you feel confident about or not so confident about I would say just if you like it wear it just go for it if you feel like you wearing it that's a good sign another tip i'd say if you're looking for a bit of style inspiration is the queer community like we're a creative dapper bunch we are dripping in fash hun (laughs) precisely like there's so much amazing like sapphic style queer style inspiration out there so if you're thinking like oh i'd really like to kind of you know try a bit with an androgynous vibe or a high femme vibe like you can get online you can watch films tv shows music videos there's so much inspiration out there and quite frankly like there's so many queer style icons Who's your, who's your number one top queer style icon? 
Sorry, did I answer that far too quickly? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about Danielle Cooper. Okay, so Danielle Cooper's um, an American-based black lesbian. You might actually recognise them because they did a cameo in Pose. They played one of the lesbians who like helped support in the AIDS epidemic. Um, but they started off as a fashion blogger online and they take sort of menswear or what would be traditional menswear and just make it tailored and fit for a more sort of traditional femme body. So they like to mix up blazers, shirts and just kind of, I call it surf or her, sort of Ooh. like the old sort of what you see is like a traditional maybe gentleman's look but they make it accessible for anybody. So not just women, like non-binary people or just a way to express your masculinity through your clothes without having to change anything about who you are it's just an expression of what you wear and the way that they put that across through their instagram and their online presence is really inclusive it always looks amazing and you know actually i copied their style for our meeting the other week you know had a blazer <laughs> shorts on summer look so yeah danielle cooper's incredible and they just do so much for women of color for queer women and they're a great person to follow in all aspects not just the aesthetic amazing nick do you have any queer style icons <clears throat> who you look to um i know i just said that i look like a pokemon trainer so i'm not saying that this person looks like <laughs> that but janelle monet goals and when i i'm quite a lazy dresser but when i put in effort like i went to my summer ball in a very like red suit inspired uh, janelle monet inspired suit so yeah Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, you're my style icon, figgy me. for the biggie me, <laughs> mini me thing. Oh, Janelle who? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I do get lots of my tips from Janelle Manessa. See? See. Love you, really. What about you, Ellie? Have you got any style icons that you like to look to for inspiration? Um, I mean, no one specific, but I do take a lot of inspiration from sort of drag queens, again. Uh, so anything that's sort of brightly coloured. Actually, I'll tell you who's a really well-dressed drag performer is Titi Bang. She's excellent, uh, just in and out of drag, really colourful. So yeah, if it's colourful, you can count that I will wear it. That just made me think, actually, about something we haven't touched on for this question. Well, you kind of touched on it, Rox. Um, but the makeup thing, because you have amazing, is it called a cut crease? That eyeliner, wing. Winged eyeliner, yeah. Wing, that mm. wing is singing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the things that I've really had to understand about myself and my style. Because sometimes I like to wear lipstick and eyeliner and mascara. That's about it. And other times, nothing at all. So I think it's really important to experiment with your makeup or if you want to change your face and that's cool as well it's not just about what you wear Question for you. do you do your eyebrows no I, I stopped doing them about four years ago you're so wow, naturally blessed so like you don't add well anything done. to them or shape them yeah, amazing nice maybe one um, day i'll <laughs> there is a baby picture of me on my mum's fridge at some point i'll bring it and show you but I'm fresh out of the womb and have a full eyebrow. <laughs> like, there's a running joke in my family that I grew into my eyebrows. <laughs> it's like an adult eyebrow on a baby. So you have been listening to Dear Diva with lovely Team Diva. And if you have any queer queries or dikey dilemmas that you want to send on through to us, then you can do so by getting in touch with editorial at divamag.co.uk. You can send us your questions, you can write us in an email, 
or you can record a voice memo and bob that over to us. Team Diva is here for you. Until next time, lots of love. Team Diva! Happy holidays! (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays! Thank you for listening to Pod Diva in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQI plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.